You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mikey Manfredi, and joining me, as always, is none other than Zach Bonesaw Batista. Zach, how you doing, my man? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it's been a busy past couple of days for me, but, you know, going on vacation, it's part of the uh, course. Yeah, yeah. Where you where you headed? Maryland. I have an anime convention I'm going to, because I'm a dirty nice. weed. Nice, nice. I went to Otakon once, and <laughs> I want to go again I for the, like, uh, you know, money. Did I go with you during that time? We, I didn't go with you, but you also went, and I think we saw each other. Yes. I yeah, went with yeah. my college friends, and then you yes. guys were there, too, and then we met each other mm-hmm. in the hall, I think. Yes, I recall this very vaguely. It was the old center, I think, too, not the new one. It was, yeah. I think it was, it was like, the 25th anniversary I think, one, I think. I think you're wearing, like, a Hawaiian shirt, too, if I recall correctly. Probably. This is, I can remember all this but names. That's like that's like my de- default mode. Yeah. <laughs> like look at like it, I know I know listeners can't see our Zoom call, but it's literally what I'm wearing currently. So it would not shock me if that's what I was wearing <laughs> that day at Otacon. Yeah, Otacon's fun. I, I enjoy it uh, every year that we go. Yeah, it, it it was fun when I went. It was when I was like barely into anime, uh, so I would like to go again now that I have a little more under uh, my belt. Yes. I have to watch some anime, too, before I go, but we'll see if I end up getting through that. Yeah. Uh, but we're not here to talk. This is not an anime podcast. This is an uh, indie wrestling podcast. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Uh, and we are here to talk about some independent wrestling. We have some awesome matches this week. Zach, I, it's been a Who picked the majority of the matches this week? I believe you did. All right. So I will start us off with the matches I picked, which were... Uh, Megan Bain versus Ray Lynn from MCW Pro Wrestling. And did I pick the Jordan Oliver one? You did. Because okay. you said, I don't know who Drake is, but Jordan Oliver's in it. Right. And Jordan Oliver versus Hunter Drake from New South Pro Wrestling. Zach, what did you bring to the table this week? I got Jesse Brooks versus Darius Carter versus O'Shea versus Yaya at Battle Club Pro. Wow. A clusterfuck of a match. I love, I love Fatal 4-Ways. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right. Why don't we kick us off with the first match we're going over this week, which is, of course, that Fatal Mm -hmm. 4-Way. So I like when wrestlers are smart in their matches. And the start of this match, I'm fairly certain Carter just dipped set out the outside. He's like, I'm by. I'm by. So (laughs) Brooks and Yaya start off by bum-rushing O'Shea. And together, they actually double-team suplex him. They clothesline him out of the ring. He's out for a little bit. Just a, immediately everyone going after O'Shea. Yeah. It's like it's like when the Big Show enters the Royal Rumble, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like, you better stop him, otherwise he's just going to take the match over, and then you just lose. 
Exactly. So now that he's out of the ring, Brooks starts by wailing on Yaya, and that puts him back in the corner, where she lambasts his chest with various singing chops. Yeah. Before then Irish whipping him. However, he counters it and throws her instead. But when he flies at her with a great-looking splash in the corner, she moves out of the way and hits him with two running forearms. Big, yeah, some solid forearms here. Well, with momentum on her side, at this point now she tries to knock him over with another with a running strike this time, but it doesn't phase him. And we then get into this cycle where she keeps trying to knock him down. He tries to swing and hit her. He misses. Repeat. Yep. S- several times over until eventually she drops him with a fantastic-looking overhead belly-to-belly suplex. Uh, but after that hard-fought victory, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> in comes Carter, who grabs her by the hair and just viciously uppercuts her in the face until she's collapsed onto the ropes. Yeah, the, the 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 theme with Carter this match seems to be sneaking in at any opportunity. Darius Carter is a treasure, but my god, is he an absolute shitlord when it comes to multi-man matches. Yeah, this whole match, he was just, like, hanging out on the outside, just, like, lurking. Like, mm, when, when when can I get in there? He's a very... Get uh, my shit in. Exactly. He's a very... Uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, he's a very smart... I'm gonna go with smart for now, but uh, he's very uh, crafty. That's what I'm looking for. Yes. He knows what he's good at, and he knows what he's not gonna win at. And, yeah, like I said, he came at the opportune moment. Uh, he then tries to wrap her up on the ropes. It doesn't work. So he locks her in a, he locks her in a half Boston crab hold, but in the middle of doing this, he sees like Yaya trying to roll back into the ring. So he lets go of her leg, walks up, kicks him in the face, puts him back out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, he then Irish whoops uh, whips Brooks and takes her out with a running knee with a kind of like a kitchen sink to the gut where she is instead of flipping over the knee just collapses onto the ground, kind of like she just ran into like a like a corner of a table basically. Yeah. That's a good way to describe it. Mm-hmm. And then he just get he stands over and he just jumps up and sits down on her chest and it just takes the air out of her. Yep. Uh, now that she's basically KO'd for a bit, he goes over and beats up Yaya, who's now in the corner and has gotten back into the ring. But uh, as he knocks him down, he taunts the crowd because he's an asshole. Heels be heels. Yeah, he- heels be doing heel stuff. You know how it is. Uh, what he doesn't expect, though, is that while he is sitting here, well, while he is posing to this crowd, Yaya got up <laughs> behind him and just pummeled him in the oh, face yeah. with several punches, so much so that he forces him back in the corner, and Darius gets desperate enough that he he fears so much what's going to happen that he pokes him in the eye to make him stop. Boop. Just a little poke. Yep, <laughs> just a little poke is all, it, all you need. <laughs> oh, that sounds so bad out of context. So, Darius is back in control of this match, and he uh, takes a moment to, like, listen to the crowd <laughs> as he's ta- as they're taunting and booing at him, basically. Yeah. He's got his fill of this, though, and he goes back over to Yaya, and Irish whips him into the corner, catch him, and then catches him in a sleeper hole. However, using his strength, Yaya shoves Carter off him and then gets him up in an air raid crash position. And then, like a fucking freight train, out of, the ca- out of like, camera view comes O'Shea, who just takes him and Carter out with a spear. Yeah, just destroys them both. Like a fucking linebacker, dude. Awesome. I like this a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point now, it's just Edwards and Brooks in the ring, as, as I said previously, Yaya and Carter are knocked down. These dudes waste no time going at it. Mm-hmm. Brooks repeatedly hits Edwards with... Uh, Brooks, sorry. Brooks repeatedly hits Edwards with chops and forms to the chest, but Edwards just... He just keeps enduring it and asking her to hit him more. Yeah. 
Until he like bring it. Come on. What are you doing? That's all you got? Like and I'm I'm just sitting there going like that. That takes some balls, but okay. Yeah. Uh and then eventually he retaliates and he just clocks her with a single punch and nearly knocks her out. That's all it takes. Just one punch. <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes you just sometimes it's all you need, man. Especially when you're as big as O'Shea Edwards, I guess. Yeah. So it nearly knocks her out, so he Irish whips her, and on the rebound, she nearly bowls him over with a uh, running clothesline. Mm-hmm. So, as a result, these two kind of start jockeying for control as she takes him down by stomping on his foot and spiking him headfirst into the mat. While this is going on, mind you, you can just hear Carter and Yaya are fighting on the outside. There's, like, some really loud chops in the crowd going, like, ooh, and you can't see any of it. Which sucks. But... You know, I, I guess it's like the the theater of the mind. We can only imagine what was happening out there. The crowd, though, they know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she picks him up after she after uh, she spikes Edwards. Edwards then gets a second win by hoisting her up onto his shoulders and hitting her with an Oklahoma Stampede, which is basically where she he gets her in a power slam position, slams her from buckle to buckle until he then slams her into the mat. However, as Mikey said, ever the opportunist here. Uh. After Edwards, Irish whips her into the corner and sets up for a big slash. In the middle of running here, Carter pounces him off his feet. Uh, and then he sees Brooks in the corner, takes a moment, runs up, boots her right in the face. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, I just saw Tom's message. Ever com- uh, confident his victory here at this point, Carter tries to pin her multiple times, like I think it's three times, maybe? Yeah, and she just kicks out every single time. And every time she kicks out, she just, like, she, like, just gives them the death there, yeah. right? And it's faster and faster. She's kicking out, like, gets two, close to, like, a three first time. Then it's a two. Then it's a one. And she gets, like, more and more upset. He put, he then <laughs> puts her down by just stomping on her gut. Because I guess she was expecting for another pin, and instead he's like, nah, I'll just take the air out of you. So... Mm-hmm. He sees at this point now that Yaya and her are both gone to the corner and are trying to recover. So he tries to run at Yaya. Yaya launches him out of the ring. Like, just full-on gorilla presses him. Or not gorilla, military presses him out of the ring. And he just absolutely eats it on the apron face first. At this point, mm-hmm. everyone is down. And the first to get to their feet is Yaya. Yeah, it's just, it's just a mess. Like, yeah. it, it, it looks like a car crash happened, right? Mm-hmm. So he sees Brooks in the ring still. And he picks up where they left off at the start of this match. Uh, by that I mean he stomps on her face for good measure, then like beats her down some more, gets some payback pretty much, and then Edwards gets back to the ring and he sends him, <laughs> and then he sends <laughs> Edwards back to the outside to Carter, who has just gotten up on like he's literally gotten to his feet and out of the ring comes Edwards into him, so he holds on to him to assumedly beat him up, and then channeling his inner limitless one. Yaya runs the ropes and hits a picture-perfect swanton over the top rope onto Edwards and Carter. And lands it on his feet. Very nice. Always nice to see a big mm-hmm. man when he lands on his feet. That must feel so fucking good to hit. That was... It was nuts. It was... How high... How high he got was absolutely bonkers. Mm-hmm. I was like... I was like, alright, he's a big guy. He's probably gonna go over. It's gonna... He, he's like, he's gonna go over the top rope. And it, it's just gonna be cool. But then he just was like... He was just like, alright... Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out the best motherfucking senton I've ever done in my entire life. This guy gets like he could have ju- he could have jumped over two rings with how high he got, and he just like sailed through the air like he's been a high fly luchador his whole life. Oh, it was 
awesome. After after watching him like like slam people and just beat people to, like <laughs> using his power the whole match and then just being like and also by the way I can jump like thirty feet in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that yeah. come from? I, I don't even know. I, it was wild. Know, he just, it was literally like a fucking a trump card. He just had in his back pocket. It was like okay, <laughs> shit, right? Rolling off. As soon as I saw that, the rest of this match, I was like, "Fuck, I'm rooting for him now." (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't blame you. He rolls off this momentum too, like he rolled off his shoulders. Hey, hey, segways, you love him. Uh, He Mm -hmm. gets, he throws Carter back into the rings. He's not an idiot, and he realizes that Edwards is probably not going to go down after that entirely. And he gets him in an air raid crash position, spins him, and slams Carter face versus the mat with a flat line. He calls this the Kryptonite Crunch. Uh. It's called an air raid crash by other people, but Kryptonite Crunch sounds way cooler. And when he was setting up for this, Mikey, I was like, what is he doing? I'm like, why does he have his head, like, outside of his arm? I was like, oh, he rolled it off his... I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. That's clever. Yeah. It's a cool-looking move. I like it. Uh, so, unfortunately for him, though, he goes to pin Carter. Brooks breaks up the pin. And then <laughs> knocks him down with a roundhouse kick to the side of the face when Yaya gets up on his knees to debate... Not even debate, contest this uh, with her. She then wanders over Carter and goes to German suplex him. Despite him for hanging onto the ropes for dear life, he can't stop her, and he gets planted by a bridging German suplex. That's broken mm-hmm. up by Edwards, who then boots her in the face after this. Before then turning around to see that Yaya's gotten to his feet. So finally, we get the Haas fight that this match basically had like written on it from plain view. Uh, oh, sorry, I just catch my breath. Now you're fine. Uh... <laughs> So, quickly, Edwards knocks him down with a form to the face. My hoss fight was denied instantly. And then he looks over at Brooks <laughs> and signals that he's going to finish her and win this match. So he gets her up under his shoulder to hit the kaiju driver, I believe is what his, his finisher is called. But Yaya pulls her down off his shoulder. And very much like the start of this match, the two of them take him out, with Yaya hitting him with an enziguri and then Brooks dropping him with an absolutely wild-looking German suplex. Wasn't expecting that. She's hit two suplexes now, I realize that I thought to myself, she's not going to hit that. Come on. Mm-hmm. So props to her. And then as he's up on his knees trying to stop this from happening, Yaya just decks him in the jaw with a running knee, and he's out of the ring. He's gone. Yeah. So just beat the absolute crap out of him. Then we get this very odd spot to me, Mikey. I, I wanted you to tell the people how you felt about this as I described this. Okay. So Yaya and her are staring off like they're going to hit each other, and Yaya just pauses and just screams in Brooks's face. And she's kind of like that goofy gif where like his face like he like looks stunned like that picture you know what I'm talking about. I think so. It's right after he gets kissed by the milkman that looks like him and he's just got like the oh, stunned yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah, literally yeah, yeah. her from my head cuz she doesn't do anything and I'm like what do you do and it made me thinking that he she's gets integrated in the face. Yeah. And I was like what just happened? <laughs> what just what? Why did you let him scream in your face? Why did you think that shit? I don't know, man. Some listen. Sometimes you gotta try to get in their head. I guess. You know what this reminds me of? It's like in the the uh, the video of the guy who like some dude tries to pick a fight with him. So the guy pulls off all his clothes, and the guy like looks shocked and then runs away. And everyone's like, "You gotta out crazy the opponent in the fight." Maybe that. So, was hey, it. hey, there you go. You gotta like you said. You gotta out crazy him sometimes. So after studying with this insecurity in the face, he rebounds off the ropes by running off. Uh, no. He rebounds off the ropes, plants her with a spine buster. Mm-hmm. I just realized what this is now. So, okay. kicks her in the face. She falls backwards. 
The spine buster was gorgeous, yes. by the way. Yes, off the rebound, she hits a gorgeous-looking spine buster. And Jesse's going for the win from fucking another dimension. In comes Darius Carter, who boots him in the face, throws him out of the ring, pins Brooks, wins. Yeah. That was such a clean steal. Like, that, like, it was just, like, so, just, like, run in, throw him off, get the pin real quick. It was so quick and so, like, got him, right? Yeah, literally. I was like, I, I mean, they did it right. He got thrown out the outside, got taken out by his face eating the apron. And I was like, I just completely forgotten about him. And then he just came flying in, like, ah, mine, thank you. Oh, my God, it was great. Uh, I will say, I thought this was a pretty solid match. Though there was one... One glaring issue I have with this match, Mikey. It the pacing of this match felt off. Like it felt like there were points in this match where people didn't know what they were supposed to do next. Uh, I yeah, I mean that tends to happen in Fatal Four Ways sometimes. But it was just like glaringly obvious. Like like you could tell like they were trying to hold, like patch up the holes, but like watching as much rich as I have, like I could see points where people were like, "What do I do next?" Yeah, they're laying. Like, who the am I? Who am I waiting for? Yeah, like so they just start beating the other person up, and I'm like, mm. Mm. so for that reason, despite the notable spots in this match that I thought looked quite good, and I thought that everyone involved did a good job, I'm gonna give this match a meh. Yeah, I'm in a. I think I'm in the. I don't know. I'll stick to the high meh that I'll, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a high meh because That's I the, I think the the based purely on the surprise factor of Yaya just soaring like an eagle. Yeah. Uh, and literally making me go, what the fuck, in the middle of the match? Yeah, I'll keep it at a high, man. Fair. Fair enough. What the fuck? I literally, I like, I just, I, that's, that's, like, without, I didn't even, like, think about it. It just, it just bl- blurted it out when I saw that, because it was just so bonkers at how gorgeous, Gorgeous that set title is. I just imagine if you were you if you were drinking, you've probably done a spit take. If I were to guess, oh yeah, definitely. Thank God I didn't have water in my mouth. My my monitor would be ruined. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, let's move on to our next match of the the episode. Yeah. We got Megan Megan Bain taking on Ray Lynn from MCW Pro Wrestling. I think this is, this is Maryland Championship Wrestling. I believe so. Uh, it's been. A uh, we're gonna we're gonna come back to Melbourne City Wrestling in a bit because yeah. they just had a big return, who I, which I am very excited to look into. <laughs> uh, with Buddy with Buddy Matthews coming oh. back to MCW oh, yeah, for the first that. time in like a decade. Hey man, Buddy Matthews is money. Yeah, quote me on it. Even though I've said it since two hundred five live, and I saw his first match, and I was like, this man is amazing. Why is he not on TV more? Yeah, I I can't I I want to look into that pay per view where he returned and see see what it was all about. Mm, I'll be down. Anywho, uh, yeah. Anywho, this match is for the. We're end. talking about Maryland Championship. Yeah. This match that is for that promotion's women's championship. Ray Lynn being the current defending champion. Uh, it has been and a- Megan Bain being the big scary challenger. It's been a minute since we've seen a Megan Bain match. Yeah, and she is just as terrifying as I remember her being. Yeah, Megan literally asserts her dominance by. T- <laughs> I want to say t posing on Ray Lynn in the corner, but more so she just shoves her back into the yeah. corner, and I was like, okay, I see how this is going to go now. Mm-hmm. Like, and she tries to, Ray tries to, like, Rayla basically plays the scrappy underdog here because she, like, tries to, like, wrestle Megan to the ground. And Megan just yeah. grabs her by the waist and just throws her back to the ground. Like, like, an Megan's older, like, haha. It's like an older sibling who's, like, younger siblings trying to mess them. They're like, okay, you need to be learned, like, play times over. <laughs> Listen, know your place. 
Or, like, the, the nerd going at the bully, and yeah. the bully's just, like, holding their hand exactly. on their forehead, and they're just, like, swinging, like, come on, come mm. on, bring it, yeah, bring it, come on. It's just like, <sighs> And they're just missing, and the bully's like, oh, mm-hmm. sure, yeah, man. Though, unlike all those people we said here, Ray actually doesn't take this lying down. In retaliation, she chops down Megan a bit with a rapid series of kicks before rolling off her back, like, as she's bent over, and drop-kicking her in the face after she runs the ropes a bit here. This causes uh, Megan to go into the corner, but when Ray goes to monkey flip her, Megan catches her and places her on the top rope. Though, credit to Ray, as I said, she's a scrappy champion and a fighter, so she's actually able to stay in control by kicking her away, and then throwing her off by feet with a Hurricane Rana off the top ropes. Mm-hmm. Off this move, Ray tries to then keep Megan off balance with another drop kick to the face, but when that doesn't work, she goes for an Irish whip that Megan counters, and on the rebound, Megan catches and slams her down with a power slam. Uh, mm-hmm. Megan is in firm control of the match for a while here after this. Yeah, pretty much. It's a lot of Megan Bain just, uh, Slam, just wrecking Raylin, yeah. Ray tries to come back, <laughs> put down again, clubbing over the clubbing fists over the back. Each time, like, she just keeps, like, her kneeing her in the chest, also taunting the crowd, I'm pretty sure, during this. I think the most notable point in this point, like, this part of the match I thought of was when Megan hit Ray with the stalling suplex. And then uh, tried to follow up, I believe, with a... Might have, I think it was a senton or so, like a drop. But Ray moved out of the way. For a moment here, it looks like Ray's actually going to finally stop Megan's assault. But sadly for her, Megan catches her when she goes for a running crossbody. <laughs> fucking slams her back first onto her knee like she's Bane. And then just tosses her away with a follow-away slam. Like she's not even worth her time. Yeah. Like, I was like, Jesus... <laughs> Yeah. So just like enough. Yeah, you got like just get out of here. Right? It's like the equivalent if Evil Wonder Woman came down from Mount Olympus and Hercules tried to stop her, and she was like, "You can sit the fuck down now. <laughs> stop it." So after yeah, this, right? Megan decides she's going to break Raylan's by using her, in, getting her in a bear hug, and she hangs onto this for quite a while. But in the end, Ray actually's able to hit her enough that she's forced to break ho- the hold. Now, out of said hold, Ray retreats to the corner. So Megan charges at her, but unfortunately for her. She is hit with a series of unfortunate events of a series of unfortunate events as I've written down here. So Ray first dodges her, so she goes shoulder first into the corner. She then tries to running splash her on the floor. Ray dodges it again, so she flops onto the mat. Mm-hmm. And then as a result, Ray ducks a strike from her and then topples her with a roundhouse kick to the chest and then two sweeping kicks to her ankles. This is the first real offense that Raylin has gotten in all match, basically. Yeah. And what when Bane gets up from this, she puts her back down with uh, by hitting her with running double knees to the chest. Mm-hmm. So, at this point now, Megan's in the corner. She is, uh, like Mikey said, this is the first time Ray's on the offense, and Megan is completely on her back foot. So she charges at Megan, and while Megan does chuck her onto the apron, Ray clocks her in the face of the forearm before then wiping her out with a drop kick off the top rope. Yep. So Megan, in an attempt to assert her dominance again using her strength, hoists Ray onto her shoulders, but that gets countered when Ray spiked with the DDT. When they both go back to their feet, Megan shoves Ray into the corner, knees her, and then chucks her into the opposite corner. And even though Ray does make some space here by mooting, be- mooting. <laughs> <laughs> booting Megan in the face, Megan catches her when she goes for a crossbody again. Ray has gone for this crossbody, I think, two separate times, or maybe three, and it has been caught every time. Yeah, it just never works. Someone actually, uh, I'll, I'll tell you about that later, about a post one made about that. Anywho, from here, Megan nails her with a with her signature boss man slam. And you think at this point that Ray's losing, but she actually kicks out. Which looked great, by the way. Megan has a very nice looking boss man slam. Yes. So, 
after this, she kicks out. Megan is infuriated. So much so that she just grabs Ray by her head and just keeps slamming her face first into the mat before hit, picking her up to boss man slam her again. And then out of nowhere, Ray counters the slam mid-spin by rolling her up with a crucifix for the win. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Yeah. Megan's not happy. At no. all. No. Nope. She, but Raylan did, did defend her championship. Raylan did defend her title, but she then got an ass beating from Megan Bain, who beat her and spiked her with a pile driver. Yep. Got a chair. The ref, Becky, who seems like a lovely individual that the crowd and the announcers doing a lot. Becky doing her absolute best, really. So I'm like, oh, it's one of the rest of the personality. And as I'm thinking this, and she takes the chair out of Megan's hand, she turns around and Megan just boots her in the face. And then manhandles the security that tries to come in to stop her with the chair before l- promptly just leaving. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Oh, man. Mikey, what, Yeah, what, what, it was just... <laughs> it was just ridiculous the, as this match. The aftermath aside, what do you think of this match? Uh, this was solid. It was... It was solid. It felt like a solid... It was... I thought it was gonna be a squash match at first, but then Raylan got a burst of offense and ended up winning. I really, I, it really felt like they were setting up for Bane to just take the title definitively, and then uh, mm-hmm. Lynn fucking fought back like the underdog she is, and uh, well, I guess she's not the underdog because she's the champion, but yeah, she felt she still felt like the underdog in this one compared to Megan Bane. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Megan's massive. Yeah, um, it was awesome. This I, match was great. I liked it a lot. I'm in a similar boat of where I was like, this match was good. There wasn't a lot in this match that like stood out to me a ton. On like mm-hmm. the fatal four way match, I thought the match's story was fine. Classic. It felt it felt it felt a little generic. That was about yeah, it. That's but basically otherwise, it was decent. Honestly, you picked the right response. I was like, it's a bit generic outside of the fucking ending aftermath where she beat the fuck yeah. out everybody, and I was just like, what just happened? <laughs> but on that, I thought the match was fine. It's a match. It's like the mm-hmm. for me, it's like it's very much the match today. Whereas the fatal four way match, it's more about the issue of the timing or the pacing of it i guess the way of putting it. this is more so like just fine fine nothing wrong with it anywho yeah now let's go to the match that you picked for you picked actually yes uh we got none other than jordan oliver taking on hunter drake from new south pro wrestling i never heard about hunter drake before this match me I- neither and i i have heard about him now yes exactly <laughs> In a good way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Very Hunter Drake good was first really impression. Impre- yeah, Hunter Drake was impressive this match, and so was Jordan Oliver. Why don't we get into it? Yes. So, the context for y'all at home. This night match takes place a night two of the fifth annual Heart of the Southern 16, or Haas, tournament. 
Mm-hmm. And both these guys lost their opening round match. Which is why Jordan dubbed this match on Twitter, apparently, the match of the losers. The battle of the losers, that was yeah. It. And I was like, I looked at these two, their builds, and I thought about the, of the name Haas Tournament. I'm like, if they're all Haases, yeah, I can see why they lost. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah. So, this is more so a battle of two people that have very similar styles to each other. Which I was very appreciative of, because it meant a lot of flippy shit and a lot of really crazy looking spots. Mm-hmm. However, the match doesn't actually start off like that. Starting off this, Oliver basically just out-wrestles Hunter and ties him up several times until he basically pulls his arms behind his back and just jams his boot and then his head in between his shoulder blades like a modified surfboard hold. And for a decent Mm -hmm. amount of time, Hunter tries his damnedest to get out of this and counter it by reversing it on him, but Oliver is just too quick to reverse it each time. And, like, there's a point where Drake actually turns around and reverses the hold and... Cross, mm-hmm. crosses Oliver's arms so that he can like lean back and throw Oliver off of him and that's the only way he can get out of this he can't even like keep the hold in when he reverses it yeah so they then go back and forth running the ropes trying to outdo each other with their flippy shit that, and then mm-hmm. they go back and forth trading pinfalls very Lucha style uh, opener of this match very yeah very a very Lucha style match a very back and forth very athletic match uh, Jordan Oliver showing off the fact that he is a little bit more experienced than yes. Hunter Drake in the beginning of this one yes though to Hunter's credit, there isn't as much of a winner by the end of this because Oliver shoves J- Hunter into the corner and the ref's like, all right, get it, break off from each other. Come on, stop. Yeah. And then leaving the format we just saw, these two just decide to get into a chop-off. And all the chops sound pretty good. I like them. Uh, I, at this point, I feel like we should have like a chop meter, like a tier list, Mikey, of who has the best chops in wrestling. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a tough It's a tough. That one, would be man. very difficult. They, they would get uh, towards the top of that That's list. I'd, so have to, hard. I'd be hard-pressed. It's like it's like Walter, right? You need like it's like got to be like impact, consistency, and like sound or something like that. Walter, yeah, would be the top. definitely sound is up there. I think sound. I think how like if it leaves a mark on yes. the chest the afterwards. Mark. Um, oh, if we ever do a Patreon exclusive, we have to do that for an episode. Yeah, we just right. have to discuss chops. Can we just do like? Like yeah, just just a, a whole chop episode. Yes, We're, we'll call it we'll call it chopped. Wait, yo, wait, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Great show, by the way. Good, awesome show. So, anywho, back to the actual chops. <laughs> they get to a chop off. They all sound pretty good. Jordan wins this. He's got a size advantage on Hunter. He's bigger. He's slightly bigger than him, and he's slightly stronger than him. Um, and because of this, Hunter's actually able to stop this eventually. Though, sorry, I, I got lost in the sauce for a second there. Hunter does put a stop to this by this beating, pretty much, by countering an Irish whip and hopping onto the ring apron. He then rolls into the ring, hits Jordan with several hard-hitting strikes, which causes him to fall to fall the outside instead. And then Hunter takes him out with a senton over the top rope. On the outside, mm-hmm. though, these two batter the shit out of each other until we get the, on to where they came in the 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 entrance ramp. The entrance ramp for this show is basically just like a stage play with like a bunch of like uh, stairs that you see on the side, like those big bulky like. Uh, blocky like black stairs basically Mm -hmm. yep and hunter like gets jordan on the stairs and he looks like he's gonna run and do something to jordan i was very excited for this but jordan ruined my fun because (laughs) he runs towards jordan jordan ruined it and jordan gets up and what would normally be a spear ends up being more so like a dead stop because hunter just runs into jordan's shoulder and he just looks like it looks like he just ran into a pipe that he didn't realize was been like at his waist level, and he just falls over, like, completely yeah. fucked. I was like, oh! 
Okay. Just get him. And I love how Jordan showing his experience, like you said before, Mikey, is like thinks about it, he's like, oh yeah, runs to the ring, yells at the ref, count him, count him. <laughs> he's he'll take a count out. Fuck it. Oh, I mm. forgot too. Before he did like, this, yeah, man, he'll take a ca- dude. He'll definitely take a count out. Like, why yeah. wouldn't you? And I forgot he, the reason why he was so confident this count out is that he fucking planted him with a brain buster onto this hard wooded floor stage, and then ran into the ring. And it's so devastating that Hunter barely gets back to this ring. I'm talking like nine count here, like on the way to ten. Yeah, nine, nine, and like when they say like nine and three quarters, right? Uh huh. Like the ref, the ref was like. Like, uh, get back in the it, ring, was, it was so close uh, Unfortunately though for Hunter He promptly then gets his ass beat in the ring Because Jordan's waiting for him and he's rested up obviously mm-hmm. He makes a, he does make a comeback here With some strikes and uh, running the ropes by, uh, And then starts running the ropes But when he goes for Hurricane Rana Jordan blocks it and uses his positioning To spike him with a pile driver After, jo- yeah. after Hunter kicks out of this Jordan basically does his best uh, To grind him down Many holds, decides to stand him up in the corner, chops him. Then Hunter just goes off. Jordan gets hit with several rapid fire chops. Uh, then he gets formed in the face before tossing him into the before he then gets tossed into the corner. He gets rocked in the jaw with a running forearm. Uh, he tries to stop this momentum though by throwing Hunter into a corner, but he's unsuccessful because Hunter uses the corner to jump over him and then hit him with a backstabber followed by a German suplex. Mm-hmm. Uh, violently, Hunter kind of tries to lift Jordan up here for either. I think it's a power dr- bomb or maybe a spot, uh, pile driver. Wow, I almost said power driver and pile buster. I thought it was pile bomb. Pile buster? Pile now, bomb. I, now I want to finish your name, the pile buster. <laughs> that's a, that's, a that's so good. Name. That's such a wicked sounding name, dude. See what the how do you wait? Buster. How do you how do you combine a brain buster and a pile driver? I don't know. Because like, now I want it. Now I want a pile buster. A pile buster. Oh, my God. You could even honestly... I want to see that. Or you could just take a brain buster and be like, it's the pile buster. Why? Cause the left pile him. buster. You want to know why it's called the pile buster, Mikey? Because you leave him in a pile after the match. I thought you were going to say... I thought you were going to say, it's because you leave him in a pile buster. Like, oh you're from the my. 1920s. I was oh. like... Oh. <laughs> oh. And the dad would be proud of you for that pun, dude. Hell. That wordplay, fucking hell. I thought that's what you were gonna say. <laughs> oh my god. That's Mikey Corpse is over here. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Again, thanks to Jordan's size strength, he's able to actually flip Hunter off his back and then back elbow him in the face. And with Hunter now stunned, Jordan goes for the clout cutter off the turnbuckle. And in mid-fucking air, Hunter, who, if he hadn't watched the Will Ospreay match when I saw something like this, God bless his soul for thinking of this, because it's fucking awesome. Mid George going for the cutter, he realizes that Hunter isn't behind him anymore. He's below him, and he catches him and plants him with a power bomb. Yeah, the spot was the that best. was that was such it was so smooth, it was so clean, so smooth, best and just a, a absolutely gorgeous power bomb reversal. Hunter or Jordan, whichever one of you came up with this, whether it was even if it was inspired by Osprey, the the spot still fucked. That was a, it was it was awesome, best looking spot of the night, probably or the match probably. Hard agree. After the best looking spot of the night, though, Jordan kicks out. I went, we went through all of that, and Jordan still kicked out of it. Mm-hmm. So he beats corn. So Hunter beats cor- uh, Jordan from corner to corner to un- um, until he Irish whips him to one corner and gets reversed by Jordan with one of his own. 
He then runs at Hunter, who, instead of staying there, throws Jordan onto the apron and then counters him when he jumps back into the ring to hit him. Yep. I mean, we wrote... Oh. Oh, Hunter then... Oh, okay. So, after he counters... Uh, I mean, what did he counter him with? I, just, I don't have it written down here. I don't know what he countered him with. Uh... Oh, he... Yeah, he just... He, I guess he punches him. I don't know. Weird. From what spot? After he throws Jordan under the apron, I just arrived here. He counters him when he jumps back into the ring to hit him. And I don't know what he countered him with. Oh, I think he did like one of those like leaping, like grab the ropes, like head kicks, right? Oh, okay. To knock him back and yeah. to knock him back and then get him into mm-hmm. a... Makes sense. So unfortunately, though, after he countered Jordan's strike with one of his own, uh, I'm going to say it. Unfortunately, after he countered Jordan trying to, uh, trying to hit him, he goes to hit him with a, if I recall correctly, it was a shoulder charge. He tried to like, uh, but um, yeah. Oh, I got it. I, I remember this now. Okay. So quickly after this, he then slips through the ropes and onto the apron, and Jordan tries to charge him, but it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And then he double stomps Jordan's back as he's like bent over the middle ropes. And immediately after this, Jordan goes for I think a tiger driver. It looked like it, but yeah. instead Hunter Hurricane Ronis him and then spikes him head first into the mat with a spike poison Rana after he ducks a big boot from Jordan. And just as you think he's about to finish Jordan off, Jordan slaughters him with a lariat, and they're both wiped out afterwards. Yeah. Uh, they barely get to their feet in an eight count, if I recall correctly. Yeah, it was close. And these two were, these two were gassed. Mm-hmm. But f- <laughs> not actually, but... Yeah. Reasonably enough, Jordan is the one that's better for... is not is uh, less worse for it, because he didn't just get ripped across his chest with a lariat. This is fair. <laughs> He unloads, roundhouse kicks into Hunter's chest, knocks him into the back corner, hoists him onto the top rope, sends him crashing back down to the ground with a swinging neck breaker off the middle rope. And Hunter is a resilient motherfucker because he kicks out of this. Oh, yeah. So Jordan's like, I'm going. Hunter not giving up quite yet. Jordan's like, fuck it. We're going for the clout cutter. Might as well. Gets Hunter in position. Go for the finishing move, right? Mm-hmm. Gets him in position like he's barely on his feet. Hops like in the middle about. He's about to hop off the ropes and Hunter collapses. And does not seem like he can get up. Jordan is not buying this, though. The refs, like, tell him to, like, back off. And Jordan's like, I'm ending this match. I, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And then, surprise, Hunter's playing possum, and he nearly rolls him up. Yeah, that was that was a surprising little uh, heel turn a little bit. Not, 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 like, really, because nobody booed him. But, like, it was, it was a sneaky tactic for the it face was, to take. I will say that. It, it, it does a good job of showing just how was it, tough of an opponent... Jordan is for Hunter. Yeah, but he had to think. Maybe he had to dig. He had to go. He had to do the the trickery, right? Mm -hmm. The jig is up, though. And Hunter hits Jordan with a Hurricane Rana after Jordan nearly counters that with a Tombstone Pile Driver. And again, Hunter runs at Jordan, and this time he goes for what I think was going to be a Canadian Destroyer, but Jordan throws him off of him and nearly knocks him out with a Roundhouse Kick to the face before following that up with an absolutely devastating release German Suplex that would have made Brock Lesnar proud. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, like I, there was a, I think I, there, people audibly gasped when he flew through the air here, and I was like, yeah, I did too. <laughs> and Jordan at this point is absolutely done with him, and he goes for what I assume is going to be a, a brain buster, like the one he used on the stage to take Hunter out. But in the middle of doing this, Hunter is actually somehow able to counter it with a Hurricane Rana that he converts into a roll up that picks him up the win. Yeah, he was. It looked like he was going for the. Cl- it looks like Jordan was trying to go for the cloud cutter, but then like 
Drake's, oh, that Drake like like spun and turned around into the the Hurricane Rana pin. Mm-hmm. To, like you said, to pick up the victory. It was a hard fought victory for Hunter, and Jordan gave him the respect. Sure was that, uh, the respect that he felt he had earned, and I I'm inclined to agree after that match. Yeah, there was a lot of really well done spots in this match. There wasn't a lot of mess ups in this match. The crowd was fully behind Hunter, which I appreciated mm-hmm. because it's nice when you when you know the crowd's in the match. Overall, I'm going to give this match a high meh. I had a good time with it. And mm-hmm. the, the clout cutter himself never ceases to amaze me. Yeah. What about you, Mikey? What do you feel? Uh, I thought it was awesome. This match this match was great. These two just like went right back and forth. There were some crazy like lucha sequences uh between these two high flyers, two the two amazing high flyers just doing their best high flying stuff in this match and also some technical wrestling with some good submission holds from Jordan Oliver and some some a little bit of sneaky wrestling from Hunter Drake, but uh, some cool reversals here and there. This match was awesome. I give it. I'm, I'm think I'm giving it to Mark out, Zach. Ooh, let's go. This match fucked. Fair enough. Oh, what man. do you think? I, I said it already. Okay, I give it high man. Right, I, I'm going with the Mark out here. Very very nice. Huh. So. With that out of the way, Mikey, let us let the people know what we're doing next week. Cause it's a bit of a well, actually, actually, yeah, it is next week. Uh, yes, or it's, ne- is it next week? I have the con though. That's the thing. I'm gonna be back on Monday. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It, the, the next next episode because I have the convention. Next, the next episode yeah. of Indie Waters, which may be next week or the weekend. Apologies, depending on, depending on what happens I, this weekend, because yeah. me and Zach are both really busy this weekend. So, so we might not be able to record. But it is a special episode that we think will be worth it because we are yes. going to watch an independent wrestling pay per view. Those of you yeah, that have uh, been listening for uh, a while. I'm really excited for this yeah, one. Yeah, me too. Those of you that have been with us for a while know that we do a coverage of the collective every year that it happens. And occasionally some of the free wrestling shows that we can find, like the marathon that GCW did. But mm-hmm. Mikey and Mikey decided to bring up the idea of why don't we do some more shows? And I think it's a fantastic idea. So we're going to start off our first show with, I hope to be a bang, because the card looks absolutely nuts from a New Jersey-based independent wrestling organization. Yeah. Newly formed Garden State Pro Wrestling, and they are Welcome to Eden Show, which is headlined by the match that sold me on it the moment I saw it. Kanosuke mm-hmm. Takeshita versus fucking Josh Alexander. What a match. If that match don't fuck, I, hell is frozen over. Or I guess the better way to be putting it is New Jersey is no longer raining. Yeah. Oh, man. This card is stacked. And I'm yeah, really this card excited. is stacked. I'm really excited to take a look at it. Uh, like I said, whatever, whatever the next episode may be, it's going to be yep. us talking about this. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Oh, we should probably mention... The format of it will be similar to how the collective show is, which basically Mike and I won't go into. A yeah, we're deep just we're just gonna look into it. Just general thoughts, general feelings of the match, spots that, th- that stood out to us. You know, a general yeah, we'll go, we'll go over each match. We'll go over each match because kind of there's like eight or nine matches I think on this card, and if we talk mm-hmm. about that, we'd be here for two hours. And who wants to listen to a two-hour podcast <laughs> unless it's a D and D one? Wait, roll it back, roll it back, roll it back, <laughs> roll it back a little bit. D the D and D one and Okada shorts. Fair enough. It's bite-sized pieces, and it's easier to consume matches. Like, it's easy for you to tell whether or not we like the match or not, or whether or not you want to watch the match, or if you just want to buy the pay-per-view. Like, yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna, it, it'll be, we're gonna go over the matches in general, and then we're gonna go over how we felt about the pay-per-view as a whole. Yeah. This card is stacked, we're excited to see all these matches. Uh, it's gonna be bananas, and we can't mm-hmm. wait to talk to you about it Hell as well. Hell yeah. All right, well, that 
is it for this week's episode of Andy Waters. I believe that just lives with the plug since we have no previews. Uh, so, remember, you could go like. It's, you could go... I already fucked up. I got up. it. You can, Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I got it. So, remember, if you want to see any news for what we feel about the world of wrestling and dressing in general, go to our Twitter at CountoutPod or go to Mikey and I's Independent Waters Twitter at Indie Waters on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can follow us there, uh, and you'll get updates from us or our feelings just on things in general that we see in the wrestling world. If you want to support the network more than just listening, as we appreciate just you being here, you can subscribe to what will now be our Patreon. Uh, we can get exclusive episodes. You can get exclusive perks for the network. You don't have to if you don't want to. It's always appreciated, though. If you want to support us not from Patreon, though, you can go to our merch, uh, which is on our website. Uh, network.com We've got hats, shirts. What else do we have for merch, Mikey? Uh, we have a cool new t-shirt. We have a bunch of stickers on the, on countoutpod.com slash store, but we are, like I said, we are transferring the T-Public soon. Uh, like I said a couple weeks ago, we're going to be transferring the T-Public soon, uh, so get ready for that. We are going to be, it'll be able, it'll let us uh, control the production process a little bit more and get you your shirts faster. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we'll be doing that. We're going to have merch from all the podcasts here at the network. Uh, we are super excited mm-hmm. to launch it. Just stay tuned for that. Uh, also, so I, uh, just as a thing that's new for me, I would say share the episode if you want. Get, get mm-hmm. your friends involved. Nothing's more fun than talking about your friends with wrestling. Cause it's that's why we started this podcast. So high, exactly. It's such a fun feeling. And who knows, maybe you, even if it's not us that you bond over, you can bond over the matches themselves because there's some really great wrestling out there these days. Yes. Uh, I don't think... Oh, join the Discord too. I almost forgot. Yeah, join the Discord. Discord every time because God Ryan is like wants this thing to be a thing, and I kind of do too. Also, now after hanging out there for a bit, or hanging out there uh, more often, as as all the good content creators say, link in description. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other than that, I don't think I have I missed anything unless I'm getting something. Nope that that about wraps it up. So that just leaves us as one thing left to say, I guess, and that is to remember. That there's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring. Not missing it this week. This has been a Count Out Podcast.